Hello, everyone. Today we are in Colossians chapter 1. It's a new book that is still located in what many consider to be the heart of the Bible. To start off, I just wanted to give a quick you know, overview of this epistle. Firstly, it was written by the Apostle Paul with Timothy while he was in prison in Rome. Secondly, he's writing to the saints in Colossae, who at that time were struggling with really a few big cultural things. Initially, things for them were so simple. Christ was the only thing in their church life. The saints were just enjoying this marvelous Christ. But gradually, the culture, the culture that had been steeped into the Colossian believers from their upbringing, that same culture began emerging and it was causing all sorts of problems. This is culture, ways of doing things, ways of thinking, ways of life. The saints were coming from all sorts of different backgrounds. And the biggest culprit, the biggest culprit of cultural conflict for them was religion. And with religion came various ordinances, observances, traditions that were causing the focus of the saints to deviate. And the other big offender here was philosophy. Philosophy. There are people teaching heresies and false interpretations of the word of God and incorrect, incorrect understandings of Christ Jesus's work and his person. What they were doing, you know, intentionally or not, they were, they were complicating the believer's understandings and they were corrupting their simplicity in Christ. So today, let's keep it simple. Christ was being replaced by culture in the church life in Colossae. Today, I pray that, the, that, that God would have mercy on us and that the Lord would ha- have the way to shine in us and through the word enlighten us and even recalibrate us back to Christ himself as the focus and content of our church life. Now, coming back to chapter one, at that time in Colossae and for thousands of years before that, there was a mystery in the universe. There was a mystery in the universe. And specifically, God's word was a mystery. But today, according to Paul, the mystery which has been hidden from the ages and from the generations has now been manifested to his saints. This mystery, this mystery, it is Christ in you, the hope of glory. God has, God has willed to make known this mystery to you, to you who are his called saints. This mystery, Christ, and this Christ in you. Now, back in verse 12 and 13, Paul reminds the Colossians of something better. Something far better than traditions. Something far better than rules and regulations. Something far better than any philosophy or teaching. And even something far better than anything else in the universe. What is that? God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. This is the trying God and the trying God is better. And he has given himself to us and now lives in us. Okay, get a load of this. First John 1 John 1.5 says, God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Then in Ephesians 5.8, it says, you were once darkness, but are now light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. 1 Thessalonians 5.5 says that we are all sons of light and sons of the day. Y'all, we are the most blessed people in the universe. We have the most loving, rich, uh, and living father. And as his sons, we have access to all his riches and to all that he is. We have an inheritance in God. 
An inheritance is usually something it's received by someone or or a relative, um, or it's received by someone from a relative or a close friend, uh, usually at the time that they pass away. And this comes in the form of money, land, or uh, other possessions. Well, first of all, for our, uh, for our inheritance, our God isn't dead. Our God is living. And second of all, we are not given something material. You won't, you don't expect to find a Ferrari outside from God or some notice saying you inherited this awesome, cool ranch property in Colorado. Paul says in verse 12, we have an allotted portion of the saints in the light. Since God is light, Paul is really saying that you have a portion in God. And this isn't something in the future that you have to wait to receive. This is something that you and I need to claim today. This portion that Paul is referring to, this portion, it's, it's, it's nothing other than the infinitely rich, all-inclusive, and far-reaching Christ. Um, some, of you, some of you might know this, um, this song. Um, there's a song that says, I don't know so much just to love him. We don't need to know so much or be religious in our Christian lives. If we just, you know, we could get lost in the vast oceans of philosophies from our education, from the media, or even, or even religious traditions. And we will find ourselves in darkness if that's what we are, are, are filling ourselves with each day. Instead, here's a marvelous alternative. Let's get lost in our dear Lord Jesus Christ who has delivered us out of the authority of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Let's be simple. Let's rejoice and let's praise our God because today, today we can enjoy him and inherit more of him and his precious Christ, who is, who as life himself, this Christ far exceeds all of our needs. And he, he has the ability to change all of our death into life. And more and more, he can transfer us out of darkness and more and more into himself as life.